slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spray, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy, I'm your best moment. Hello and welcome to Not Your Best Moment. I am Keith Skopinich along with Andrew Harris and Phoebe Matana. And today we're going to be talking about Bad Bunny's performance at SNL. We're going to talk about the last podcast on the left drama and also the new movie Priscilla. But first, Andrew, tell us what's going on with Bad Bunny on SNL. What was your take? I'll tell you, uh, you know, the writer's strike ended and then bam, you know, we get SNL back like a week later and uh, which is which is exciting for those of us who watch SNL. And uh, I did not watch the first episode of the season. I was away. (laughs) I may have been in Chicago. That's not really the point. But uh, so I I did miss that. And I was it. It felt wrong because like I have like a Sunday morning ritual. Mm, Yes, I finally. And it was really exciting because we had discussed Bad Bunny uh, on I feel like many times discussing the Kardashians and I didn't know who Bad Bunny was and then I found out I don't understand and maybe Phoebe you can you you would know a little bit more about this I don't understand how a lot of I I understand with the Writers Guild how they're able to do it but how actors are able to appear on SNL oh do you not know how I, I don't know how yeah can you explain this it, a little bit yeah I think it has to do with the fact that not all things were struck. Um, and not all things were, you know, disallowed by the strike. Right. It was the, it was the streaming contracts and film, right? Yeah, it was streaming contracts and film. And though SNL is on a network, it's on NBC. So you could say Peacock is involved, but generally, I think for live, a lot of live shows were not were not like explicitly disallowed. And a lot of these shows, instead of being, you know, disallowed because of uh, because of the strike, it was mostly because the actors were stopping in solidarity or because of the writer's strike, which is now over. So it was one of those things like you heard about their actors um, like Maya Bialik didn't do Jeopardy for a bit, even though it wasn't technically struck. It was in solidarity with the strikes. You know, like when athletes host SNL. Yes. Like it's it's not SNL's best moment. Sometimes, you know, some, sometimes they surprise you. But, you know, every every season has a couple of hosts where you're like, Oh, okay. And usually there's like a big, big name. This season they opened with Pete Davidson as the first host, which which makes sense. I understand why they did that because his was the first episode that was canceled due to the strike last season. That I remember. That's not right. He was supposed to do, I think, the season finale or something like that. Then they've got Bad Bunny. And then next week they had another host who I had to Google because <laughs> I didn't know who he was. He's a comic. Nate Bar- Bargate? Bargatze? Yeah. Bargatze. And I was just like, what? happening here the writer's room did not change at all for snl and only one cast member was added as a featured player chloe trost uh, who's it's like if you merged ad bryant and cecily strong into one person that's the vibe you get and i don't i don't know how to describe it but you'll you'll have to watch but watch watch next weekend and then maybe you know maybe you'll understand what i'm talking about it it's funny because when i see something like this it's it's a little triggering what was cool about bad bunnies episode was that so much of it was in spanish you know uh on a major broadcast television i'd say probably a quarter of it was in spanish not counting his um his musical acts which i i usually fast forward through but again 
because I don't know who he is and he's so he's so talked about. Uh, I was like, OK, I'll I'll, I'll watch the, the, the musical acts. Unfortunately for me, it was triggering because he reminded me of one of my old roommates who I despise. And so I was watching the entire episode through that lens because he's got that sort of hey buddy we can be okay you know what i mean come on bro like yeah this 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 kid who was who was my roommate he was like i don't know i was in my mid to late 30s and i think he was 21 22 like fresh off the plane from greece and he's like yeah we're bros right and i was like what what's going on no no sir we're not um (laughs) you're not the kind of person i take who is friends with their roommates not truly No, your roommates first i've got i've got one right out there you know we're great buddies do we hang out all the time not really no he's got his tv and i've got mine that's the point um (laughs) you know but yeah we're friends he's actually probably one of my best friends if you think about it um the way i socialize i know he's a good guy i i mean he also there's the dog um <laughs> the dog's big. It's oh. a big part. We don't it's want to a, admit how big a part it is, but we well, love it's peeps. Not, it's not my dog. Not my dog. Um, but do I love that dog? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I love giving her a million kisses, and she loves giving them back to me. And she's very, very, very curious about what's in my nose. Always. Uh, however, this other roommate. So when I when I um got promoted, like it was like a second promotion I got at my job. I was finally making enough money. I didn't need to have two roommates and the apartment's in my name. So he was the first person I went to and I was like, hey man, I gave him six weeks notice. I was like, this is like mid-September. I'm like, I need you out by um by by November 1st. You know, I, I, I got a promotion, kind of moving up in life a little bit, you know, moving on. So, you know, wanted to give you plenty of time, but uh, that room will no longer be rented uh, after november 1st and he was like congratulations bro that's really great thanks bro and i was like also stop please stop calling me bro um because you know, like weird weird shit you know you it's funny you don't realize how people in their early 20s you kind of have to teach them how to be adults sometime and i was like wait a minute why do i have to teach you how to be an adult just because you live in my house get the fuck out of here this is ridiculous um okay okay and the whole energy, like from the, and I know that Bad Bunny's doing it because that's kind of what's in, in fashion right now, like dressing like it's 1991. But like, <laughs> again, because I conflated these two people so much, I couldn't tell. I was like, do you just not know? Or like, is are you doing it ironically? Because this, this other kid who lived in my house wasn't doing it ironically. I was like, oh, you're, what's happening? I don't understand what's going on. Is and this the like- roommate that when you asked if he could move out, he was like, can I stay till like June? And you're like, that's like eight months away. <laughs> actually is that this roommate or was that a different roommate this is that roommate if you want to ask me that question again i will respond to you with the exact response that i gave him go ahead okay and i I will couch this with he mentioned this to me halfway through october and after i had gotten back from my godson's first birthday party and it was like in connecticut and it was like one o'clock in the morning go can i stay till june absolutely not that was literally <laughs> how I responded. Well, I mean, it's kind of bold that someone asks you to move out and they're like, can I just stay like another, like, I don't know, like eight months? Do you know, do you know why? Do you know why he, he wasn't comfortable uh, moving out? Why? Uh, because the other people were going to make him sign a lease. I see. That, yep. That's just not going to work. No, and I was like, "That's I can I can see Bad Bunny not signing leases 
I would hope Bad Bunny owns, to be perfectly honest. Because <laughs> let's be clear, I don't know how long Bad Bunny's going to last. You know, that's, he's got Vanilla Ice written all over him. He's got. He's already way more, way better than Vanilla Ice. Way uh, better. He's already superseded fuck that. Fuck you. And fall back to 1989, you piece of shit. <laughs> go where they want to go. Do what they want to say. Adam's family. That was Vanilla Ice, right? Or was that MC Hammer? That was MC Hammer. Fuck. No, it's a 1989, I guess. Um, I feel like Andrew is like warping people's perspective that we're a pop culture podcast because he's getting all the references wrong right now. (laughs) Which I also do. I also do that, but... I am in my own multiverse of madness right now. I am talking in and out of what what is pop culture, what is me, what matters, what doesn't. Honestly, that though, sense anymore. You know what though? It's kind of funny. Like we're a pop culture podcast, but sometimes we are so not informed. Well, you know what's interesting to me tr- truly about about that and about pop culture is that like a huge part of it is um, nostalgia right that's fair and so like the things that we just talked about uh vanilla ice and mr michael charles hammer is that his name it's mc hammer i don't know what mc stands for uh though like for me that's a nostalgic time you know the it stands for more cake more cake hammer (laughs) it doesn't i just made that up (laughs) i would have believed you um i totally would have believed you also, well, I was... take it back. I take it back that we're uninformed because we are informed, but sometimes we mistake certain things that we shouldn't misname. Specifically, I want to I don't want to call out names or anything for people who do this, but uh, <laughs> Keith. Sorry, I had something in my throat and it was it was your name, Keith. He doesn't he doesn't misidentify things, he just mispronounces them. Oh yeah, that's no, fair. Yes, he doesn't he doesn't no. usually misidentify. It's usually Keith just doesn't usually know the most how informed to of all of us. That's true. It's more that yes, you're right. It's just that you don't know how to pronounce names at Matana. all. I don't know I don't know why, Keith. No, let's well, not jump on Keith. Let's not jump on fair, Keith. I knew how to say Nate Bergazzi, so <laughs> That's Actually, true. that's that's fair. I did not know oh, how to okay. say that name. I just want to. I just also want to, just for color, let our listeners know that in that moment, Keith gave a very sassy hand point and a and a little bit of a shimmy when he said he knew Nate Bergazzi. He's defending his honor, and I can respect that. With with a healthy dose of masculine sass. Thank you, Keith. Which we is, love that. This is a topic for another time, but like some article I read, like sassy masculinity is coming in as a way to counter toxic masculinity. And I'm not going to lie. I'm fucking all for it. I am all for it. (laughs) It's funny because I'm like, what even is sassy masculinity other than just not toxic? Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. I've been I've been doing sassy masculinity for 25 years. (laughs) Ahead of the curb, this one. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) in most cases, no, I am a very late bloomer. But on this one, no, 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 I, I got you. You are right? the curve. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is all right. So, are you, Andrew? Are you finished with this bad bunny story? Uh, or I think I am. I think I am. There's okay. not a whole lot. The episode is all fine. Right. It's not great. But then that's which is also kind of my point. Like, let's get come on, Hollywood. I know you're doing it in solidarity, but and and I support the strike 100. percent Also, uh, update. Uh, I was talking to some people. They're back. They're in talks right now this yeah. week. No, uh, I know. And apparently it's going well, you know, crossing cost crossing fingers, but it sounds like it's going well. Um, it sounds like ideally some kind of agreement or thing will be done by the end of the week. Hopefully I got, I got to tell you, 
I don't want to be on the other side of the negotiating table from Fran Drescher at all. Like, <laughs> Fair I'm, enough. I'm very, very glad she's she's President Fran. I'm not I even guess. in the fucking union yet. Well, I'm, am I? Oh, wait, am I? No, I'm eligible, but I haven't joined. You're ineligible. Yeah, it's the same thing with equity. But yeah, no, uh, it's it seems like the light is at the end of the tunnel and we can see it, ideally. Oh, Hopefully. that would be wonderful. I know, it'd be amazing. Even though I am enjoying my West Wing rewatch because there's very little new on TV. But yes, Keith, I am done. I am done talking about Mr. Poor Bad Bunny, who did who did a great job. He did a great job on Saturday. Um, I was just confused and conflating it with somebody else who I hate. We're talking about things that are bad. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the last, <laughs> last podcast on the left drama. Um, so it's a podcast that I love. It's a true crime podcast. It's slash comedy. It's definitely... What inspired this podcast to a certain degree, like a roundtable talking about different topics. There's this true crime, but it's three hosts. It's Henry Zembrowski, Marcus Parks and Ben Kissel. And I didn't realize that there was Mr. Ben Kissel was having some problems with alcohol abuse. And not only that, he's been accused of some pretty nasty things when he gets drunk. What I first saw about this story, and I'm going to be telling a lot of things from the Rolling Stones article about this. Um, he was dating a an online adult content creator uh, named Taylor Moon. And when they broke up, she posted something on Instagram. She wrote... You'll never get to drunkenly pin me to the bed and call me a pathetic fucking loser or stupid B word again. And she didn't name Kissel um, in the post, but obviously everyone knew she was dating Ben Kissel. And this sort of started a downward tumble of him getting removed from the show. For those of you that don't know, they started out in... The Creek and Cave, which is a comedy club that used to exist in Queens, New York. Does it still guys exist? There? I think it's still, it's still, I think it's still there. I've yeah. definitely, I've, I've done, I've done shows there. It, yeah, me it's too. not there anymore. It might be oh, under a new name. Oh, it, that's. I, I, thought worked, they, I, I thought they were still there, but they were no longer doing all the open mics that they used to ha- like used to have. Like, you know maybe it's I, possible. I can do. I, I, can do change. I, I work down the street from the Creek and the Cave. I will walk down there. Well, well, tomorrow and. um Oh, you know what? I have to anyways. It, it's I guess Trader it, Joe's, I don't and know. I have to go to that Trader Joe's. So I'll go. I'm, I'm going to go tomorrow. Check yeah, it out. Find out for us because now I'm I want to sure, know. I'm pretty sure it's closed anyway, but you know, whatever. They met there and now all these allegations are coming out towards Ben Kissel and his attitudes and behavior towards women. So in 2011, he met a lady by the name of Sarah Benincasa and they were in what? you would call a situation ship nowadays. <laughs> um, I know Sarah Benincasa. Okay, well, she was involved in this, and uh, apparently he was drinking heavily one night. He asked her if she had been seeing anyone else, and she said yes, because they were both agreed that they were going to see other people. And he said, uh, you know, he got irate. She said, those are the rules you set. I don't understand why you're so mad. And he said, well, never do that again. Apparently, at some point, he allegedly smacked her and he tried. She tried calming him down. She basically was wanted to leave. He wouldn't let her leave. And he she basically slept in the bed and just watched the window until daylight came up. When she tried to confront him about it, he was like, I never hit you. He would said things like, well, I'm very sorry if that happened, but it didn't type deal. Uh 
Wow. Um, That's, mm. So they broke up in 2012. She, you know, reported that she had a lot of PTSD about this moment. Um, she briefly spoke about it in a book and in an interview with Glamour. Then later on, the, the incident with uh, Taylor Moon occurred where she was they went on a trip or like on tour and Taylor Moon went with them on the tour for like, I guess, a show or something. Um, and essentially, long story short, he was hanging out. He wanted to keep on drinking. She said, no, I'm just going to go back to the room and go to sleep. When he came back, he like was pretty abusive towards her. Um, then to make things worse. Um, they get when worse? She, well, to make things worse, she posted this those com- those previous comments on Instagram. And then the fans of the last podcast on the left started harassing her and basically got her banned off of Instagram by like reporting her. Oh my um, God. Being very like super toxic, basically a toxic fan group. And I'm not saying that's all the fans, but obviously some of them. Well, they're obviously not part of the Christian right, because if they had been, they would have just stayed there silently and bitched about it online. Well, well, Ned Fulmer gets kicked off the Try Guys. (laughs) (laughs) Not Ned Fulmer. No. Um, (laughs) We'll suffer in silence. (laughs) Um, in, In September 13th of this year, it was announced that Kissel would go into treatment and have basically go to rehab for 30 days at the behest of his co-hosts and october 5th he was it was finally announced that he was going to be removed from the show um there are other wait wait sorry did he complete the rehab and then get fired or did they say he's going to go to rehab and a few days they're like never mind he's fired yeah it it it, the way i think it went down was that he was still in the midst of rehab when they decide to let him go this is so involved this whole story this is this was a lot more this is, involved than i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be like very like like the try guy situation was like he cheated on her and no. they decided that was a no-go or something yeah but know, truly, when, you, when you started i was like listen let's not make alcohol abuse the threshold by which we kick people off of podcasts yeah me too uh, and then i realized <laughs> oh no it's not that he's an alcoholic it's, it's that everything he's, else that comes after when it's he's, everything else yeah. and that makes more right. sense i had the same thought actually i was like well obviously that's not good but he can he, he can get treatment and you know there Sorry. that shouldn't be a, an indictment maybe he just goes Goes and but does for a while, but yes, it's everything else. <laughs> that to me is strange that they would be like they that the other co-host would be like, no, go get rehab, and then be like, never mind, because that if if you two told me, let's actually let's see this more realistic, like Phoebe, if Keith and I told you that you had to go to rehab, then I'm kidding. Wait, did you say um, let's make this more realistic? Yes, <laughs> and then uh, talk I'm you. offended personally. <laughs> I would not go to. I drink. And smoke less than both of you. Phoebe was going to say, I would not go to rehab. (laughs) No, they tried to make you go to rehab. And I said, no, 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 no. Um, No, but in seriousness, I drink and smoke way less than both of you. Just to be I, clear, Phoebe is also waving her finger now in a sign of sassy masculinity. This is, this is sassy uh, masculinity at work. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to the two of us ganged up on the other one and was like, hey, your behavior is causing problems. Go to rehab. And then like halfway through your tour of rehab, we're like, never mind, you're fired. I would feel actually fucking betrayed by that. I'm not taking this guy's side. All I'm saying is like, there's a, you know, like, make up your mind. Either uh, all the shit that women accused him of is real and out you go, or, you know, go get help and you can come back. 
Some, but like if you fired someone and then we're like, go to rehab, are they going to go to rehab? If well, that's, that's the other thing. Don't, don't fire someone and then be like, also go to rehab. It's like, yeah, you what, fired me. I don't, you don't tell me what to do. Fuck that's off. That's the point. They're like, go yeah. to rehab and then we'll fire you once you're in rehab, <laughs> which it's fucked. But. And it makes it, you know, it makes it especially difficult if you're friends like the Try yeah. Guys were, you know, not us. Um, we're three professionals. Uh, the Try Guys, they were clearly very close. <laughs> A quick question, just because everybody that I know that idolizes the movie The Last House on the Left is like a self-taught film nerd from New Jersey. Is this, are these three guys from New Jersey? Um or Long Island. There's one. I think Henry Zembrowski is from Queens. Uh, it's called the Tri-State Area for a reason. It's called Bridge and Tunnel for a reason. The bridges so, and tunnels go both ways, Phoebe. All right. So Marcus Parks is from Texas, I believe, and he he uh, Henry Zembrowski is from Queens, and Ben Kissel is from Wisconsin. Oh my um, God, that is a surprise. But the thing that's interesting about, um, well, I wouldn't say interesting, but I will say that is causing some blowback against the other two hosts is that they're saying that they knew about his alcoholism and how he treated women. Uh, apparently there's, I thought this was just insane. So apparently at the Creek in the cave, it was very common for people to, you know, when Ben was drinking, they would say, just stay away from him. If you're a woman, um, mm. which is pretty crazy. Apparently the hosts weren't known, uh, did not know that according to the owner, Rebecca Trent, uh, the owner of the Creek in the cave who only runs a comedy club out of Texas now, she said that um, she never made uh, Henry and Marcus aware of allegations against Ben, but she did have a conversation with Ben Kissel about his behavior. And then she said <laughs> in a quote to uh, Rolling Stone, she said, I would not have thought about. Oh, sorry. I have not thought about or seen Ben Kissel since before 2016. I think I speak for most of us when I say I thought he would have died in a fire by now. Life is full of disappointments. Oh, my God. Wow. Also, dark. yeah. Kind of also um, bravo. That's that's a that's a sick friend. Um, <laughs> um, that's intense. Got to pack that one away. Uh, ben Kissel released a statement. He said, "Through weeks of intense therapy at an inpatient facility, I have realized that I I use alcohol as a way to cope with childhood trauma. In addition, I tend to gravitate towards relationships with trauma survivors, which of course can make for a toxic combination. I have a long dis had a long distance relationship with Taylor Moon over the course of about fifteen months. We never lived together. Our connection was mostly consisted of text, phone calls, followed by brief in person visits." And he says, this is why I ultimately chose to end our relationship on July 22nd. And, you know, a lot of other stuff that isn't that as important. So, yeah, so I was pretty upset. I've been listening to these guys for a long time. So I was pretty upset to hear about this change. And it was very sudden if you're a podcast listener, because you did not know about all these allegations. It literally was like, he's going, he's taking a brief stint to get better. And then all of a sudden it was like, he's not going to be on the show anymore within mm. a span of a month. And, wow. but I have to say that it, you know, a lot of people, there are fan boards on Reddit and stuff. And they're saying that the podcast sounds better without him now, because there's a lot less tension with the new host Ed Harris, um, who's a friend and comedian. I could hear it that it's sort of running smoother. He was Ben Kissel was always the guy that was unprepared for the podcast. <laughs> so um, he was Please like don't the reaction guy. like that. That don't look at don't that, that really hurts. <laughs> we, I'm, the, actually, I'm the unprepared drunk. We get it, Keith. 
<laughs> Wait, guys, that actually, was Phoebe. She's just quieter about it. Excuse you. First off, <laughs> that's factually incorrect. Second, I was going to actually say, say, um, did you guys know that Henry Zabrowski was actually a uh, a pit guy? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Track stuff with yeah he um yeah no he he was in Murder Fist. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. Was Ed Harris. Oh really? I didn't well, know that's that. Host. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, yes, so they were both. Uh, they were both in Murder Fist, I suppose, and they were kind of part of that that whole community. Keith, yeah, if you if you don't know who Henry Zabrowski is, he's probably the most famous one. But I think he believe he's in Superstore, and he was in your uh, you're going to hell, you're you're going to hell, or was, pretty face I mean, is going pretty to face hell. Going to hell. Pretty face is going um, to hell. Thank you. He was also uh, I think he had a he had a role in Wolf of Wall Street. He yes, was yeah. on. Uh, like he had like a nice little little bit in crashing, which is how you know he's an actual comedian, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right? And then um, he also had a. I remember I saw him on the characters on Netflix. He did a character set. I don't Ooh, know if you guys watched like that. I did. I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. It, <laughs> it was, was weird. It was, it was really not, weird. It was not set up well. No, it was like, a very strange special. <laughs> you're sitting there watching Lauren, you know, Lepkus, and you're like, no, you're funnier funny. than this. What's what happens? Yeah, no. I, I, like I know you're funnier than this. What it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't. But, it, didn't uh, it didn't translate. Except yeah. the only person I liked was I liked Doctor Brown set a lot. Keith, but I mean, you, there is also a world in which like you kind of run in the same circle. So I don't know. This might not apply as much to you, but like certainly I can imagine it with probably the Try Guys. This happens, and I know it happens to some of the other podcasts that I listen to, which is a fraction of the amount of time I spend listening to this one. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> kidding do you have you developed one of those um parasocial relationships with the hosts of that podcast is that because that that can be sometimes kind of be kind of part of the hurt right when something you know stops or breaks or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think the thing is it's different than like tv shows than podcast you know podcasting things different than tv shows because when your favorite actor leaves a tv show you don't really know that person like, you know, the person they're portraying, but like yeah. you listen to a podcast, you know, this person to a certain degree exactly. and you like have an idea of who they are, sort of are, sort of are, you know, a glimpse of who they portray themselves to be, at least. So well, you get a yeah, brief yeah. glimpse into who they are. So this is because like, this it does. Th- it's surprising. Yeah, because this for us, this is a, like a barely exaggerated version of our actual personalities and usually it's just exactly who we are right Mm. um but there is that element of we're performing and even though we can't see you we know we're performing you you know i don't know if you guys kind of feel the same way but like there is it's the same thing we've we've joked about it before how like you know we'll be talking it's like okay we're we're gonna do and then the show starts and this big fucking grin shows up on keith's face um (laughs) you know and it's like a light turns on and it's a very it's a very different experience it's not an inauthentic one by any means but like with like how to try to be entertaining yeah exactly without with how did this get made i listen to how does this get made all the time and I don't know those people, but I've listened to them talk for the last fucking five or six years. And I, you know, I, I, I would love to, you know, be able to sit down and just hang out with them because it feels like I could, but that's not right. You know what I mean? No, no, I I know. And I I know that. And I'm not going to be like, oh, we're going to get a drink. Right. I listen to you over here. Like that's, I don't actually think we're friends, but I do feel like I have a good sense of your personality. Exactly. Exactly. And I like it. And that's why I listen to you. Um, and so it's 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 just interesting to me these because like with and with TV shows the the other part of that is they are playing a character. No, we don't know that person. Sometimes sometimes interviews can ruin it. Sometimes they make it that much better. I remember seeing 
an interview with someone on Downton Abbey, and it was one of the upstairs. I think it was late Lady Neary, and uh, she talked. She had kind of like a Cockney accent, and I was blown away because, like, on the show, she's like, "No, father, we mustn't sell the land. This has been in our family for generations." And then on a talk show, she's like, "Oh, it's crazy coming in, going out, doing all them things, isn't it? Look at my dresses." <laughs> it's not quite like that, but you know like with with there's a i feel like there's a more of an understood convention with mm-hmm. television than there is especially with an audio meeting where you can't even see us and how well, part of it part yeah. of what the makes the podcast interesting is your personality and like his personality was sort of the guy that goes out gets drunk and is like really likable so like that's sort of what was I didn't like, know that was I didn't know that was a requirement for one of the people on the podcast that they go out and get drunk. No, no, no. It's not what a requirement. Do you think but... you feel, Phoebe? Why do you think you're here? <laughs> what? What is going on? I feel attacked for no reason. I for everyone listening, I don't have an alcohol problem. She doesn't. I don't. I'm I'm projecting. I'm the I'm the one with the problem, and I'm just putting it on Phoebe because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> funny i, I don't, don't know what it really is <laughs> oh i'm a victim <laughs> we never pick on you it's usually me and keith that get picked on it's your turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's about time you know yeah. what andrew because i come about prepared time. excuse you whoa i come whoa. prepared <laughs> watch the episode of fucking snl with bad bunny i are you kidding me i am our resident royal expert <laughs> i can't every time wait, you say wait. you're a royal Phoebe, expert Phoebe. I can't. <laughs> Phoebe, Andrew thought about his relationship with his roommate before the show. <laughs> that was his preparation for the show. His his prep was so trauma, <laughs> roommate trauma in New York City. Let me go. <laughs> so you know what though? I can kind of respect it that he's like, you know what I'm gonna come in with today? You know what I'm gonna come in with today? I'm gonna come up with a roommate story. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm gonna talk about instead of instead of people in the public eye? Myself. <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make my segment a fucking about me. That's what I'm gonna do. Not bad for you. Um, I'm gonna come in and talk about some of the things that I actually prepared. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, crazy idea. Uh, but I wanted to talk about uh, Priscilla. The movie coming out about Priscilla Presley. It's uh, premiering on November 4th, I believe. I don't and, know. Did you prepare? What day is it coming out, Phoebe? <laughs> well, it's coming out. There's an early, early release in the city, but widespread release is not till November 4th. I call so, it. I- I call it fancy, fancy release. When it's just New York and LA, it's fancy release. It's a fancy. So it has a fancy release coming out, like I think Thursday. There are a couple showings this weekend. And then the, the rest will be. Uh, the following weekend but yes so it's a biopic about priscilla presley based on her her memoirs directed by sofia coppola starring kaylee spanny spanny i can't figure out how to pronounce her last name but you know that's not what we do on this podcast we don't pronounce names correctly on this come prepared next time baby come prepared you know what keith (laughs) that's very rich coming from you the person who can't pronounce a single name whoa whoa, he used he found an ai bot to try to pronounce your name the least you could have done is find that same ai bot he knows how to say sam wait 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 a second i said leslie nope correctly i just said for god's sake (laughs) (laughs) see sam sam no i said me what did i say sam (laughs) (laughs) shows what i know i'm uh i'm doing great 
Let me go back to my <laughs> stellar great, performance. Oh, you we weren't prepared you. for this tonight, were you? <laughs> I wasn't Your segment you were prepared for, but you were prepared for fucking us. <laughs> that's facts. <laughs> that's that's straight facts. Um, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew just wants to destroy this podcast right now. <laughs> no, I do not. I love this. Oh, he, he wants to keep the podcast it. and destroy the friendship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just that's 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 just that's inappropriate i've had you to dinner at my house yes that's fair so the leads uh playing priscilla presley <laughs> is this kaylee spanny she was like in mary town on the basis of sex all this but the reason i wanted to bring this up is jacob alordi who's playing elvis he presley? that one that's okay. the one that okay. guy <laughs> so he was in uh kissing booth and euphoria those are kind of his biggest credits uh, and my favorite thing was I was reading, uh, I was like reading up on this, uh, and it was popping up on my Twitter feed. So I went and did a little more digging. He said before Priscilla, the most I knew about Elvis was from Lilo and Stitch. So it was a lot. Oh, <laughs> that was what he said about it. <laughs> and in context, considering when you like listen to these interviews with Austin Butler, he's like, I didn't see my family. Sorry, with the accent. I didn't see my family for three years. You know what I mean? <laughs> Has an accent for like multiple months after they finish filming. Is like so emotionally broken from playing Elvis. And then Jacob Alerty's like, I didn't know anything other than Leave Love and Stitch. Wait, wait. Me. I it swear to God. Me. I swear to God. If Austin Butler brings that accent to Dune 2, I'm going to fucking walk out of that theater. <laughs> I would love right. to see that. I I have to I have to stop this. I have to stop this Austin Butler talk for a quick second. Oh, that movie sucked balls. Awful, so awful. bad. Was, <laughs> you did not. He didn't. He didn't get into the bro. Okay, because the movie sucks so bad. <laughs> I don't even believe there's a second part to the movie. Yeah, we talked about like how, the first. How, it's true. We talk about how Wes Anderson out Wes Anderson him out Wes Anderson's himself like with every movie to the point where it's becoming nonsensical. Blow that up to Baz Luhrmann scale, and it's fucking nuts. And just <laughs> it, I couldn't stand it. It was awful. Yeah, like, and also. Also, Austin Butler's so he's Elvis so little in the movie. He's hardly there. It's like he's not even a character in the fucking movie. It's like, what is the point of calling it Elvis if you're not going to show Elvis? Why do you have rap music in an Elvis movie? I don't understand it. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I that just... makes sense. It's to show the origins of of, of rap music, Ugh. and also to say, you know, how you know Elvis took, you know, what he learned from, you know, from black artists who were working in the 30s. Why am I defending this movie? The point being, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I couldn't finish it. It was terrible. <laughs> well, he where he tried really, really hard. And that's the important part of this. Oh, <laughs> no, not for the movie, for the point that I'm making. Okay. He tried really, really hard. And he he really, he really wanted it. And he wanted to get into the character. And then you just see and watch. It's going to be terrible. Watch this movie just be way better. And Austin Butler sitting there like, I put my life and soul into that movie. And you learned everything from Lilo and Stitch and it was good. What the fuck? Let's start. The, let's start the campaign now. Let's start the campaign now. Keith did it already for uh, he, Keith is the reason why. Um, what's his name? One best actor. Keith did that. Okay. Oh, actually, though, I heard he was trash in Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. So I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. Well, you are. So people, people are calling for him to give back his Oscar because his, his southern accent in, <laughs> in what is it? Killers of the Flower, Killers Moon? Of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Is so bad. 
<laughs> they, they think he should give it back. Honestly? <laughs> give it and and award it to Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inishirin. Wait. Uh, okay, sorry. No, I know. Um, we've, been, we've been through this. We've been through it. But yes, I am a little surprised, Keith, that that's what you, that's you didn't bring that in today truthfully i thought you were gonna bring that in <laughs> I forgot. let's not forget let's not forget months now, now the eye is turning to keith months he was like oh my god this is so great he's got to win the oscar he's got to win the Wait, oscar he hadn't even seen the movie <laughs> two months after that the oscar he goes i finally saw the whale <laughs> <laughs> to be wait 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 to be fair i did say that i didn't see the movie when i when i said <laughs> i wanted were, to win but you were his biggest champion yeah, yeah. i am i'm but you glad he won the movie. i don't care i like him thank you in his oscar speech and if i had been there for our post oscars recap and not on a train on my way to scotland i would have mentioned it um, sort of like how you would have mentioned that I was away and coming back the following week if you had remembered to do so. No. But you did not. Uh, I was sitting on that train listening to that episode being like, well, I guess I don't exist anymore. Okay. Did we do this wrong? Andrew will never forget it. I was I like, have I finally been fired due to my rampant alcoholism? I, I don't know. <laughs> you have to go to rehab first, and yeah. then we'll fire you while you're in rehab. <laughs> Why do you think I was in Europe? I wanted to do it for free. <laughs> this makes so much sense. It, technically, it's not Europe. Can I can I dovetail while we talk about movies? Do you have? Are you are you Fun. all good, Phoebe? I'm all good. I will I will leave you all with this. There's a there's a movie out in theaters as we approach. I don't know when this episode's going to come out. As we're near, near tangential to Halloween, I saw a haunting in Venice this weekend. Um, and it was the strangest experience I've ever had in a movie theater. You know, good movies, you're there. Funny movies, you're laughing. Thrillers, you're, you know, <laughs> you're on the edge of your seat, and you're, you're, you know, action movies, you're excited. Um, super, uh, superhero movies. Well, if it's Marvel, you're like, oh, this is cool how it weaves into the story, and then you're like, oh, wait, these later movies are not great. I've never had a cinema going experience where I felt absolutely nothing. It was the strangest sensation. I was just in a room for two hours with a bunch of New Yorkers who, as I am well documented as saying, I'm irritated at who they cannot get to the seat, their seat in time, which is just frustrating. Like, yes, it is assigned seating now and has been for 10 years. Um, that should not be a surprise to you anymore. And, uh, you know, show up in the fucking movie before the movie starts and don't shine your flashlight in my face when you're trying to find your seat. Don't do it. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, the last, it was, the last, so when you said the last time I've watched something and I haven't felt anything, all I could think about was porn. <laughs> That's all I could think about. <laughs> Sorry, joke. Go ahead. Keep going. No, actually, Keith, I just want to let you know. Same. <laughs> um, yeah, that porn is, disgusted. A, porn, is a, porn is a dead inside activity for me, too. Now I'm just like, <laughs> well, I guess it's six o'clock. <laughs> I am broken. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, all right, time to make dinner. Uh, <laughs> wow. We learned Hi. a lot today. I've yeah. learned so I've learned things that I didn't need to learn and some and some more. <laughs> well, you know, if you'd done your prep, you wouldn't have learned anything. You would have already known it. <laughs> what should I have also come in with a bad roommate story? Was that was did I miss the memo? Because you I should have I guess no. I I guess I misread the assignment. I specifically today. didn't want to tell you guys that was the angle I was doing until we got on to do it because I didn't want you to tell me no. So what you're saying, Andrew, 
is you knew we wouldn't approve <laughs> and went away and went on with it anyway because you wanted to. I had a really busy week. I didn't have time to look for stories. I'm sorry. Well, this has been Andrew's Not Fest moment. <laughs> I think that concludes another episode. If you like the podcast, please rate and review. Give us five stars. If you didn't like it, just move on and listen to another podcast and give them a, a good review. Just no, let, spread no, the positivity. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> listen to us. Give us a good review. This episode has been a saga of a laugh, and I have loved every ounce of it. Boom. Nip slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royally 